365. The fantasy season never dies. Welcome to Every Day is Draft Day. Presented by Champions Round. Good afternoon, everyone. What is up? Welcome to the latest edition of Everyday Draft Day. I am your host, as always, Dan Turner. Joining me, Steffi Smalls. What's up, Steph? What's up? It's Wednesday. It feels like a Thursday, though. But it does. It I'm does excited to talk about some freaking quarterbacks today. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about some redraft quarterbacks. We're just going to be doing uh, one of our favorites and then a sleeper. Uh, so as always, I will just kick it right off and talk about uh, <laughs> my favorite. Uh, so my favorite this year is going to be uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr had almost 5,000 yards last year. Uh, his 23 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. His ADP is 13. He finished as a QB 13 uh, last year. So, you know, it makes sense. Uh, except for the fact that they signed or they traded for Devonta Adams. It doesn't seem like that moved the needle at all uh, for him, which kind of confuses me because I think with Adams, Renfro, uh, and Waller, he has one of the uh, better uh, receiving groups in, in the league. Uh, you know, offensive line is, isn't the greatest, but it's pretty solid overall. So I think, you know, if his ADP holds at, at 13, it's a huge bargain for where I think he might be. I think he's going to show some positive touchdown uh, regression. Uh, I think he's going to do a lot more in 23 uh, this year. So uh, if I can get him at that price, uh, I'm going to want him pretty much every draft. Yeah, he is getting really overlooked for a guy that's very, very consistent. And also now I think you could argue this is the best supporting cast he's ever had. Um, and having Devontae Adams is going to just only elevate his game. And that should mean good things for this offense as a whole. I'm in on him too. You know, I'm, I'm not uh, reaching too high for him, but he is definitely still discounted sitting there at that ADP. So where, where would you feel comfortable taking him in like a super flex draft, like QB, what position? Um, Outside of 10, so maybe like 12, 11. But then if 12, I sit 11. here and think, yeah, probably 12 or 11. All right. That's fair. I 11 that, seems high, though, doesn't it? Um, A little. A little. It does. But I think that of the guys that are above him there are, he has a better supporting cast than a couple of guys that are above him. Um, but the other guys have shown they've done more with that same kind of talent. So it's, it's a little tough to, it's kind of more right. like a, you know, I have to see it to believe it kind of thing with, with Adams. I mean, obviously Adams isn't, you know, getting Adams isn't a bad thing, but I'll make, I need to make sure that Carr can do what we think he can do with that kind of supporting cast before we yeah. I think bump him up. I think that's what everyone's waiting for like a, a more see it to believe it kind of thing with him. His ADP has to be higher this year though, than it was last year. I would imagine. Cause they don't remember him going this high last year. Yeah. Well, and uh, looking on fancy pros, his ADP is 13. So. Okay. That's so that's to. fair. Yeah. It's not, I think he, that must, I bet that he became more expensive since the off season too. Yeah. I would probably uh, right. take an educated guess that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think as soon as he got Adams, it probably bumped up a couple spots. For it sure. Had to, it had to Overreactions. Be. People right, adore yeah. them. Exactly. Uh, all right. What's, uh, what's your uh, favorite QB? Yeah, and I am going to start sounding like a broken record at this point, but Kirk Cousins. I mean, mm -hmm. listen, it drives me crazy. Like, let's just talk about how consistent. 
finishes right. the past five years. QB 11, 11, 18, 14, 5. Why are we so down on Kirk Cousins? I don't know. Uh, if you're one of the people that is all in on a Justin Jefferson breakout year, then that also comes with Kirk Cousins having a very good fantasy year, which he already does year in and year out. You know, I think that having that consistency and being a guy that also plays every game except for, you know, I think he's missed two games in the past two, three, four years almost there. Uh, and now he's got, you know, Zimmer's gone. He has one of the best young wide receiver groups in the league. Very underrated. People are also looking past that. He also has a new offensive system. Um, and they're going to focus more on the passing game. And I think that's only going to help him, obviously, because last year we saw a lot of this dump offs to Dalvin, not throwing the ball when we should be throwing the ball. Um, and the Vikings really hurt themselves a lot. And, you know, his floor the last three or four seasons has been like 4,200 passing yards. since so he's been with the Vikings. He's had, he's averaging 32 touchdowns. Um, and then you also look at some of the other supporting cast. We've also got Irv Smith coming back, who we talked about on the last show. You know, this offense is in a really good place. I don't love the O-line, but I think that they've they've done things to try to find a way to make it, like, enough for them. So I'm excited, and I think, you know, it's hard for me to be taking Kirk Cousins at QB 16 mm-hmm. when Justin Jefferson is going as wide receiver one or two. Like, what are, what are we doing here? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here at all. You still have Thielen there, too. Like, forget the young guys. You still have Thielen, who's very reliable when he's on the field. He, you know, he doesn't have a history of injury history. He just kind of sucked last year. He even tried to battle it out. So Kirk Cousins is in such a good position to do very well. Yeah, that's a really good one. And that's one, he's he's one of the players I like to call boring players. And, and this was a, yeah. a thing with Brady as well for a couple of years, where they just, they do so, they do good all the time. So everyone's just like, eh, you know, they're just like, it's whatever about that. Even though they consistently produce uh, and, and cousins has, like you said, you, you, you did all of his finishes. He, he's average being, you know, QB one uh, for a while now, but everyone still seems to, you know, everyone wants like, you know, the, the hype of like either like the, the high profile rookie or one of the quarterbacks that, you know, have, have some running ability and that's all well and good, but you can't also ignore these guys that have been doing it. You know, there's something to be said to having that kind of consistency year to year. Um, and like everyone is projecting, like you said, a Justin Jefferson breakout and everyone's projecting, you know, KJ Osborne to take a step up and every Smith to do well. And like if all these guys are going to be doing well and even now Adam Thielen, like someone has to be throwing them the ball. Right. So yeah. it just it's funny to me that everyone is is all set on, on all, all the position players, but not as high on uh, cousins. You know, Kevin O'Connell is, is going to be bringing, you know, that that Ram system over. They're not going to be running the ball as much. They're going to be airing out more. And that's going to, you know, that's going to lead to, you know, a couple more interceptions, of course, but it's also going to lead to more yards and touchdowns as well. I mean, Cousins has had one of the better receiving groups for, for a, a little while now, and we haven't seen taken advantage of it because the offense has been built more around Dalvin Cook than the passing game. And, you know, that now that it's changing, I think that Cousins is going to be doing even better uh, than what he did, uh, you know, the last couple of years. You know, he'd probably be a top 10, honestly, and that wouldn't surprise me at all. And it's so funny because everyone's like knocks him for like cracking and bad moments and big moments, whatever. It's like, I don't care for fantasy football. Like I literally don't give a shit if they win the game, if he scurvy points the whole time, like, 
okay, the Vikings lost in the fourth quarter. I, I'm just going to cry over like all my Justin Jefferson points. Like the Vikings don't lose games by much when they do. So what are we really mad about? Like, are we mad at Kirk Cousins as the blander type of quarterback that he's been his career? Like, I don't, I don't care about that. I care about the fact that he's productive. He's consistent because it only takes one of these guys, you know, if they get injured and you you end up losing your the Lamar Jacksons of the world, guess who's going to finish higher is is Kirk Cousins. So uh, I, I'm all in on him. I think that sometimes just because it's not a flashy name, it can be safer than it appears. He finishes QB eleven the past two years. Yeah, come absolutely. on, like unless, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah, last time I checked, we didn't count uh, clutch points in fantasy football. Yeah, I don't. So, that's not something that we qualitate, so it's fine. No, no, so it's fine. You can lose whatever games you want by like two or three points. As cool. Yeah, that's for the Vikings fans to cry over. Like, right. Greg the leg. <laughs> right. I don't care. I care about if I'm winning. I don't care right. if you're winning. <laughs> you and your fan base can just leave mm -hmm. me alone, honestly. Yes. Uh, all right. So, for my upside play, uh, I really, and we've talked about him a little bit on the show before, and it's Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson didn't have the greatest uh, fantasy year last year. He was the 30th QB 30. Uh, he only did start 13 games, though. You know, had a poor record. Uh, but I think that he's going to be much improved uh, coming up this year. Uh, the Jets did a lot to help him out uh, all over the depth chart, honestly, from, you know, drafting – excuse me – from drafting uh, Garrett Wilson to Brees Hall to making some uh, offensive line moves – I think that, you know, he's going to do better. He's going to be better than, than QB 30. You know, he's currently going right now in ADP as, uh, let's see, as QB 23. So I think he, that he'll even, 24, excuse me, QB 24. So I think he'll be even better uh, than that. I think, you know, he has a solid supporting cast around him, still has a lot, Elijah Moore, which everyone still loves, uh, and Corey Davis. He has a solid receiving group, solid running backs. Uh, so there really isn't any, you know, it's really up to him. It, it really depends on if he can improve uh, from year one to year two. Everything is in place for him to be a quality starter. I'm not saying, you know, he's going to be, you know, top 10, but I can see him being around like, you know, QB 15, 16, 14, that, that range. Uh, so, with you know, eight, eight, eight to 10 spots better than where he's currently going in his ADP. So I really like him as an upside play this year. Yeah, and even if he goes, right, like even if he's top 20, even if he's back end of the teens there, you're still getting a, like a nice steal on this. Um, and there's at the end of the day, you look at the guys going ahead of him, there is plenty that you can make an argument for that in Wilson's situation, why that's a better play there. And I think that we're going to see big leaps out of and or him and Trevor Lawrence. So, I, you know, it might not be both of them. We might only get one of them, but I, I'm leaning in. You know, if I'm going to pick one, Wilson has everything at his, you know, we saw him at the end of last year start, you know, things were starting to click. Now, I'm not saying he looked good. He did not look like good, but, yeah. but you could tell that there were like steps towards developing that we were seeing at the end of the year that we were not seeing in the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, even just looking at the, the, the quarterbacks that are going uh, like around him, like I take him over Tannehill at this point without AJ Brown. I take him over Winston. I take him over Ryan. Uh, I take him over Justin Fields. I even take him over Lawrence, Jared Goff. Like these guys are people that are going like above and around him that I would definitely take him over, just yeah. because you know, the system in, in, in place for him 
uh, is so much better than, than those other guys. Like, obviously, he himself has to do better than he did last year. Like, there's no question about yeah. that. But even if it's, like, incrementally better, uh, you know, the supporting cast is going to lift him up to being, uh, you know, that QB around the range that I was talking about. So. Love it. I, th- okay. I just think Another, that, what? Go for it. No, no you tell me. It. Tell me. No, what I, do you think? I don't think anything. No, I, no, I think – I honestly think he'll be, uh, you know, like a top 18, top 17 QB this year. Yeah, I, I don't – I can't really argue with that. Another person or player that can find himself there is literally Daniel Jones. Uh, and I know I'm not – I do my best not to talk about the Giants, but it's what I know. And outside of that, I mean, Daniel Jones – Oh, yeah, that's, you know, last year we thought this too. He could be a league winner. You know, he's mobile. Mm-hmm. A guy doesn't need to be on a good team or let alone be a good football player, if you want to argue that, <laughs> to still be a good value in fantasy. And he's going at QB 28. I mean, what are we really doing here with the mob? You know, what happens is a lot, I notice, is you don't see a player or a team burns you or whatever happens, and then people just decide, no, we're out on him. It's really hard for me to be out on Daniel Jones. You know, they have essentially totally rehauled this O-line, which has been one of the biggest problems. Mm -hmm. Um, Went in and drafted Evan Neal to give this, like, O-line some freaking a pulse or something because a lot of the guys that were starters for the Giants right now on that O-line are still sitting in free agency, and I promise you they're not going to get signed because they weren't NFL starters. You have Dable come in. You have, uh, you know, a guy that had just shy of 300 rushing yards in 11 games. He was QB six through weeks one through four. So we literally just need to get him healthy. It's not, it's, there's not much more to it. You know, he was top 10 in rush yards the year before that. He has a bunch of receivers that are, you know, you want to talk about yards after the catch. These are guys that that's what you get out of them. Um, you hope that you keep Tony healthy. You have Wandell come in as an extra threat. Try to get something out of Galladay, and you don't even really need that. Then you have a lot of promise in Daniel Bellinger, and you have a potential for Saquon to do much better than we've seen in the past. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to believe that Daniel Jones is not a top 20. Like, I won't be as dramatic as I want to be, but to tell me he shouldn't be drafted around that top 20 with those wheels is crazy. I mean, didn't want fantasy so um you know i'm i love taking jones at the end because i don't even think his adp kind of reflects like even in my drafts unless it's someone that thinks that i'm going to draft him so then they reach for him and then i don't Mm -hmm. i never even wanted him to begin with but um i think daniel jones has the opportunity to really shock people but it shouldn't be shocking so i hate saying that like there shouldn't be anything shocking about daniel jones being a top 20 quarterback right no, I, I think I think you know you make a good point about how sometimes you know people thought that Daniel Jones was going to be really good and then he didn't, so people take that kind of personally and then you know forget about him uh, the next year. But everything you said was completely accurate. Um, you know they much improved that their O line. They basically rebuilt the entire right side of the O line uh, with free agency in the draft. Uh, you know Evan Neal was arguably the, the number one you know tackle available and, and they were able to pick him up. So the offensive line is going to do better. Uh, Saquon hopefully stays healthy. You know. I don't think that we're ever going to get, you know, rookie Saquon again, but even, you know, 80% of that would be a good Saquon to have to keep some of the pressure off. You know, the, the wide receiver group, really, the only thing that needs to happen is they need to stay healthy. You know, it's a deep group. They have Galladay, Tony, Shepard, you know, Robinson, uh, Slayton, jo- Colin Johnson even was doing a little 
good last year. So they have they have some pieces in place for him to do to do well. And a lot of these receivers, like you said, are, are going to be yard after the catch guys. Where you're going to throw Tony or Robinson, you know, like a five yard pass, they're going to take it thirty yards, and it still counts for for Jones. Uh, you know, and, and I think his wheels are underrated. Whenever people talk about the quarterbacks that that, that can move around, he, he's rarely ever mentioned. But I think that that's really doing him a disservice uh, as a quarterback and as as a runner. I think that you know. Uh, having the the new offensive system in there is going to be able to to help him. I know they've declined his his fifth year option, but it, it doesn't make any sense for the Giants to just not care about what happens to him now. I think that it, it would behoove them to show some improvement. Maybe you can you sign him long term cheap. Uh, but I think you know having that new system, a system that is going to do cater to what he does best as a quarterback. Uh, not having you know these these off offensive coordinators I have no idea what the hell they're doing. Uh, around anymore is is going to uh, benefit him uh, you know so i think even the giants you know hopper management said they didn't do a J- daniel jones any favors so yeah. it's really hard to to sit to tell sit here and say you know he sucks as a quarterback or sucks as whatever when we haven't really given him the chance to to see what he ac- could actually do in a stable environment so i think that he'll do better i think 28 is absolutely insane uh value for him there just based on him you know, being able to rush alone, like some of the quarterbacks are going ahead of him are just insane to me. Uh, but I think that, you know, if if he, he stays around that range, that, that QB 25 to 28 range, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take him as, as you know, a QB three or even QB two in super flex and, and he's going to do well. You know, he was QB, let's see, he was QB 27. He barely like, played. With 11 yeah. games. So yeah. you know, he's missing, he's missing like six games worth of, of, of stats. So, you know, get, give him those six games, and he's he's top twenty QB easily. I don't really see how that's really a, a stretch to to say that. You know, they upgraded pretty much every spot around him. Uh, and Bellinger, I think, is also going to be a ten. No one's talking about Bellinger enough, but you you know you talked about him at length here. Yeah. So he's going to do well. You know, it's going to help that he has a tight end that can actually catch a catch a pass now. But I think you know, like you said, I think uh, top twenty is easily within reach for him. Yeah, and I think something you said that I didn't mention too is them playing to his strengths. And I know like Dable has commented that he he's going back to even Tony's college tape, like Jones college tape, going back to what these guys did best. And the giants just couldn't figure that out last year. Um, And all it seems like they knew was Saquon being able to run, but then they didn't have the O-line to do it. Like they weren't able to figure out how to use anyone. So I think that this year, just again, like you said, if they Mm -hmm. play to his strengths and they play to the whole team strengths, like he's also going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder because he they didn't pick up the option. And I think he is going to really surprise the people taking him around QB 28. Yeah. Yeah. I, like it's crazy. Like I fully expect them to be like, a, you know, like a quick passing offense, like take advantage of the speed they have on the outside and in the inside now. And and I just I just think that they're not he's not getting enough credit for. Yeah. For burning people last year and, and being able to bounce back. And Crimea River. <laughs> right uh people have got to get over it and it doesn't always happen I know. To. Uh, all right so i think that'll do it for this episode of everyday draft day uh you know hopefully we give you some good uh, qb tips uh for you know redraft uh so steph wanted to tell everyone what you're up to these days yeah uh daily dozen every day if you're not playing with us in there download the app and get in there and play against us 12 props 24 hours you pick a side and then 32, did I say 32 team preview? I think it did already. You did not. I don't know. Nope. I'm repeating myself. Okay. 32, 
32 team preview uh Bengals titans coming up and yeah everything we do is in that so check us out yeah i just had an article come out about my uh, top qbs that goes along with this podcast so definitely check that out uh and uh yeah i think that's pretty much it uh, we'll be back later this week for our uh very popular hot takes and pancakes where <laughs> i will again be all that by hopefully everyone that's uh, around <laughs> <laughs> so everyone have a, a wonderful uh, wednesday and we'll check you out later in the week see ya